Ultimate Afrobeat show. That is the sounds of uh, Black Bones, Oxley, the track called Mummy Water. Remember hearing that track for the first time, man. The drop was crazy, absolutely crazy. Nothing that I've ever heard before. And uh, I love that experience when I'm listening to um, music coming out of Africa and then it's just a different kind of vibe. You know what I mean? From the production to just the way it just it just drops like that, man. Uh, we have Black Bones in the studio right now. What's good, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm cold, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> if I can explain it, he's got his jacket on, he's got a little scarf going on, and he's got the woolly hat in as well. And the yeah. studio isn't even cold like that, but he's still cold. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I, in Niger, right? Like, in Nigeria, I'm, I still don't even handle cold well. Like, I've always never really, like, handled it well. Like, What's, like, what's the coldest it gets? Like, um, in Lagos, maybe 28. 20, I don't think I've it's ever been like 25 before. I think yeah. it's like 28. That's like super cold. Yeah. yeah. You, and I, even I, then, like in Lagos, like I don't I don't turn on my AC too much. I just put awesome. it on for like a bit and leave it. Like even when it's hot there. Now coming here, it's like <laughs> permanent cold. AC. Bomb. Like it's just crazy. Someone left the AC on and they, they yeah. turn it off. You like, know what I mean? There was this time I came outside and I was hearing like this sound. So I felt like God, that was God's AC. I like could just turn it on and it's just <laughs> All of you must get this code. <laughs> but uh, welcome. Is this your first time in the UK? Yeah, it's my first time. First time in the UK. Is yeah. this the coldest place that you've ever been? Yeah, so far. Yeah, so you know, far. like when I when I was coming, like I, I was a um, connecting flight through Ethiopia, and Ethiopia was like um, fourteen degrees, yeah. and that was the coldest I had been in my life. Right, so I think it was important for me to even be there for a bit to like uh, make the London cold not like just blow me out the water. Yeah, it's just de- defrosting. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, so. we just get used to the the weather. Trust me, it gets colder than this. London it probably gets about minus two, minus three maybe. Yeah. But if you go to America during the winter, they they get to like minus yeah. ten, minus twenty. Yeah, I was checking Canada. Canada is minus sixteen right now. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah, like, you'd probably die. I'll die you'd later. Probably, like, you'd I'll, probably. I'll just. <laughs> man, do it, absolutely crazy. But um, the first time I came across you, I said it. I told you off air, man. Um, first time I came across Black Bones was a video, and you're hilarious <laughs> yeah, on Twitter. You. Like, I follow you on Twitter. You're absolutely hilarious, man. <laughs> like you trolled. You absolutely troll people. Uh, online and then it was a video of you and uh, I think Mologo reposted it yeah, yeah. and then I ended up watching a video and it was basically a video of you saying you know what if if Wiz here's this here's this tune right now <laughs> yeah. like, he'd go crazy yeah and uh, and that was that tune I did I just played Mummy Water and 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 it was a bold statement because it's like this tune better be good if you if you've come out uh, on yeah. ca- on camera saying this. Yeah, and uh, it it was it was to, to me, man. It's a massive tune and my introduction to you. But who is who is Blackbones, man? Where have you come from? How long have you been doing uh, the music for? Okay, um, Blackbones is the best rapper in Africa. First off, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know I've been I've been making music since 2012. You know I've always been um, putting out projects, but like I, I finally signed a deal with Chocolate City mm-hmm. and Hundred Crowns. That was towards the end of 2017. So I finally got like the platform to you know circulate the music because there's a lot that you know when you're just just coming up as a rapper in Nigeria, you don't realize like the the work you actually have to do. Like I was just naive. I just thought I'd just put out music and everything would just work out. You know, like mm-hmm. so from the moment I signed that deal, I've been like learning stuff because in, Ni- in Nigeria, like Afrobeat is the leading genre. You get so mm-hmm. like if you're a rapper, like you're like se- playing second fiddle. You get so like mm-hmm. you have to like do way more work. So, you get? Mm-hmm. so I've, I've put in so much work. I put out nine projects. So that's like a lot. 
um you know i just put out one like last last month called mr bombastic so that's my alter ego so i have like <laughs> different alter egos yeah so one is named black bones one is named mr bombastic another one is named um razaki mm -hmm. another one is named president they make a and I'm, i'm about to like show you guys my r&b alter ego next yeah. year you know I'm, i'm still looking for a name for that one like yeah. you know i'm trying to combine maybe bryson tiller and tori lynn's to make it like tori tiller or something <laughs> <laughs> i don't know or something something nice though. Was that dope, man? Because uh, like, music is also also very much politics as well. Yeah. Like you know, I mean, yeah. a lot of us when we start music, we are we are naive. We just think we're just gonna drop something, drop something yeah. and then people kind of gravitate towards it. But there's there's a machine, machine yeah. you know, there's a you know, and you you need to you know service the machine, uh, whether it be pay payola. Yeah. Whether you're paying, you know, stations and and DJs to play your music, or whether it's, um, you know, just getting into meetings and being friends with, friends with certain people. people. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Chocolate City was that's that's a big move. You know, what I mean, yeah. Uh, it's Mi Mi's a rapper as well. Yeah. So yeah. you know, what I mean, kind of gets at the angle that you're coming from. Coming from, yeah. So like seeing his success helped me, made me feel like okay, I can achieve it, and based off of like the relationships that is already like built you know i can benefit from all that um relate all those relationships mm. and the connection so i finally have somebody to like show me what the game actually mm. is like so that's what i really you know really benefited so like in my last two years i've moved like exponentially like in terms of yeah. like how the progress i've made so yeah who, who who are the um the nigerian rappers that you were looking up to when you were growing up and and taking in the music Yeah, Mi was like really up there because the first time I wrote wrote a verse, I was like changing the lyrics to an Mi verse. Mm. Yeah, so like that time I I didn't I didn't know how to rap. I just wanted to do it, so I just took one song and I, I whatever when he says something like, "Hey," I would say maybe "Pay." So like it just it, it sounds the same, but it's different words. Yeah. So um. Yeah, so that's Mi was like really up there. You're you not know? just saying that because he signed you. No, nah, no, nah, that's that's <laughs> it. Like the first time, you know, first time we made a record together, he mm. like he now he knows that story so he now made his verse with like uh, him changing the lyrics to my own verse I so see. he made like a version of that thing just uh, it felt really good mm -hmm. um so i had mi you know there was neto c neto c like had his swag and everything mm -hmm. so um a lot of rappers like that you know um in nigeria mode nine was like the guy that everybody knew that could rap the like was the rapity rap guy like if you need the hardest bars mm. rapper's so, yeah. rapper yeah the rapper's rapper yeah so yeah mm. i ain't heard from nato c in a, in, in a hot minute have you heard him nah he's not, he's not put out anything in a while though man, in a while man um you claim you are the best rapper in africa yeah that's a bold statement <laughs> I'm, i'm full of bold statements <laughs> what's what's the reaction like to to that because anyone that says that claims they're the best of anything always receives a backlash or some kind of criticism even yeah. like people can't even decide who's who's better than messi or ronaldo yeah you yeah. know what i mean yeah. so for you to come out and say you're the best rapper in africa what was the reaction like i like people just kept coming at me diss tracks like over like 40 diss tracks like every day i'll just wake up <laughs> and see somebody dissing me on the track and you're not the best you're not the, but at the end of the day like it worked out like kind of like the best promo tool anybody yeah. could ever have like just saying that made people like promote me like some guy made a diss track and on the on the artwork my name is bigger than his own name so <laughs> basically i just posting my name so like if there's any
anybody that that hears that song and doesn't know me, mm. you've to, you've comfortably introduced me to that audience. You mm. get so like it was it was major. Then I dropped a track called Best Rapper in Africa. It started from a freestyle I did. So when I said it in freestyle, everybody just got mad. Then I made a track called Best Rapper in Africa, and you know I just kept using it. Then I dropped my single Shut Up. That seemed like mm. me telling all the guys that made the the this track shut up and you know like it's just been up and up from there you know mm. there will always be people that will say say no this is not what you have done blah 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 but mm. i've i've that's grown it. from it so yeah, yeah that's it man definitely controversy always kind of helps yeah if especially if uh, you're you're an underground artist and you need to get some limelight cuz sometimes yeah, a good yeah. song just isn't just yeah just isn't enough it yeah. isn't enough man did you i was just going to ask like did you actually reply to any of those yeah like the best rapper in africa track was the reply to so yeah. the one this that actually went like blew up kind of mm. blew up on the internet there i replied that one so mm. like i replied it with the track called best rapper in africa mm. so that's what that's so that's you use that to reply it's like a blanket reply yeah, to everybody get, yeah then i, I replied everybody and you know i now even used it to push the agenda the more so mm. like i could have titled it something else i said um something reply but no i just titled it mm. best rapper in africa so now if you go on youtube or something and type best rapper in africa I'll pop up <laughs> Google and everything so that's you know. marketing man yeah that's marketing of the highest level man yeah. highest highest level um what about like outside of Nigeria um but it like a lot of rappers yeah, coming Yeah I got I got uh, a rapper in Ghana you know apparently he's big in Ghana you know what's his that, name Lyrical Joe or something so like a lot of people were talking about his this someone in, a rapper in Cameroon mm-hmm. apparently he's one of their like legends so he made a diss track at MI mm. in, like it's because of me okay MI get your boy your boy is blah 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 that kind mm. of thing mm. so like a bunch of rappers all over the place just kept making you know diss tracks and everything but at the end of the day I think just as I realized it was a marketing tool, people also realized it was a marketing tool for them too. Mm-hmm. They know that if you make a diss track at Black Bones, a lot of people are going to listen because people want to hear if you can kill Black Bones. So like mm-hmm. people just kept doing it. It wasn't like, there wasn't actual bad blood. It wasn't like, oh, I'm beefing this guy now. I don't want to see this guy. It was more like, mm-hmm. okay, hip hop competition, you know, mm-hmm. um, hype, um, marketing and stuff. So yeah. Did cool. you ever do like um, like a freestyle battle? coming up i actually i actually put up put out like a challenge you get like but nobody stepped up you know there was money there was money on the table like okay there's money so let's go let's have this freestyle battle somewhere let's choose a time and day we not take some this money and stuff but most of the rappers did i don't know they're not built that way you know mm. nobody really wants to face off with somebody they just want to you know go in the studio drop track one person drops track another time they don't want to like gather an audience and mm. see who wins in that night nobody really nobody really about that yeah hopefully someone steps up to the challenge man. yeah that, that'd be that'd be dope content yeah so i'm you know, I'm, I'm releasing i'm doing something called best rapper in europe or best rapper in london i've not decided this now that i'm here i'm now the best rapper in london <laughs> everybody everybody has to know that <laughs> Those kept us Tomzy, bro. If you're listening, <laughs> the best rapper in London is here. Every yeah. alright, cool, man. That that that'll be dope. You need to just go out to the street and just just start I'm, clashing I'm, people. I'm probably I don't know if I can, but I want to shoot it on London Bridge, you know, so that everybody mm. knows. Knows when they see it, they know that oh god, this guy's crazy. That's it, man. That's that's, that's your lane. How, what was like Mi's reaction to all of that as well? Because he's he's come from a rap background. Yeah. Like, did he support it or was he like, mm, I don't know if he should go down that route? Or like, if you know, in, in rap is like full of braggadocio. So like mm. you, 
it's admirable when you see somebody you know really just bigging himself up it's part of part of hip-hop so am i am i found it really amusing like even when we were on the cypher together when i said i was the best rapper in africa he too said it was the best rapper in africa <laughs> so it was, just, it was just cool like that yeah that's it man it's a real real um kind of like like you say, man, a braggadocious, yeah. very male, like loads of men. Every, every, I think every rapper kind of thinks they're the best. I follow um, AKA on Twitter yeah. as well from South Africa, and he's very much the same. Yeah, in, in his in his part of the world, where you know he's he's he, he says he's the king of king, of, yeah. of rapping SA and even in Africa as well, man. Yeah. And then you have Casper who kind of just comes back and says that no, he is like you know what I mean. Yeah. So everybody in their own territory, and even even in the UK, we have this debate like every single time, like who is the best, um, and every MC kind of or rapper yeah. says that they are the best as well, man. It's it's something that will never ever die ever. and it's, yeah. it's true to the hip hop game yeah. as well. Yeah, that's like, what it is. You know what I mean? Uh in terms of um this new project that you have out, Mr. Bombastic. Yeah. Um your alter ego. Yeah. How is this one different from Black Bones? So um Black Bones is usually not, you know, um um not known f- for singing or making groovy tracks or you know like it's more hip hop, more, you know, trap you know based and stuff but and while i was creating music you know i always try to make each project different from the next because i learned that from party next door it just has a way he makes it each project just have this really distinct feeling so um i started working on something i felt like okay i need to keep working until i find a sound that i would just go with until i recorded um one song on the project called Bombastic. So when I heard what I recorded, I felt like, okay, I love this sound. I love this direction. It's different. It's groovy. It's high-paced. It's Afrobeats. You know, and considering how how well Afrobeats is doing all over the world, you know, it's the right time to, you know, connect with the culture and everything. So, like, I just started working on that sound and, you know, it came out amazing. So, you guess, so like, the project really did well in Nigeria. I was number one for a long time in Nigeria. You know, millions of streams. So, um, in the first week, so... <coughs> Yeah, I'll say like uh, I did a good job. My 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 auto ego did a good job. It's yeah, not it's not here today. It's in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> He's in Nigeria. He hasn't come yet. Visa visa denied. Yeah. <laughs> how how long are you in the UK for, man? Um, till sixth December. Till sixth. Six. And you just you're just doing a uh, press runs. Press runs. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I lo- I love the fact that um, Nigerian artists will just come and just do press runs because it's not cheap. You know, what yeah. I mean, you gotta get yeah. a visa. Um, and then the flight is flight, is, yeah. is is ridiculous, and then accommodation, um, and all these things, man. Um, Fuse ODG, um, a UK Ghanaian, um, came out and said in one of his tweets that you know we should stop to to, to the DJs in Ghana, uh, we should stop playing Nigerian music and support our own music more. Hmm. Um, Something among those lines. Can't get quote for quote, word for word. But something among the lines of we need to start playing less Nigerian music and more Ghanaian music um, in the clubs and ev- everywhere we go to support our own. How do you feel about that being a, a Nigerian artist trying to make it globally and especially like in, your, in a, in a neighbouring country where Nigerian music does well in Ghana? How, how do you feel about statements like that? Um, I think I understand where it comes from because... While I was in Ghana, they probably played more Nigerian music than Ghanaian music. So even me, I kind of felt like it kind of felt some type of made me feel some type of way. Like, why are you playing more of our music than the people that 
you know, um, people that own the country and the people that have formed the country. So I think I'll understand where, it, where it's coming from. My own part is just to keep doing my what I can. I, I, before I came to London, I went to Ghana and had press runs too. Mm-hmm. So I connected with the OAPs, connected with everybody. Here you get. So like him saying that does not change how the people have connected with feel about me and feel about my music. Because at the end of the day, good music is good music. Mm-hmm. If someone likes this music, you can't. if I like a song, you can't just tell me that don't play this song and I'll say because you said I shouldn't play, I shouldn't listen to it anymore. Mm-hmm. So in... In that case, he can say what he's saying. I understand what, what he's saying, but as far as we put in the work that we, we put in, we'll always get these opportunities. Yeah. Our music will always get played because mm. so many Nigerian artists just go to Ghana, go to all these countries to promote the music. Like you said, I'm here in London trying to promote music. I'm not just sitting in Nigeria and expecting it to get played everywhere. You know, We mm-hmm. have, to, have to put in work and everything, but I understand how it feels. You know, It's a it's a understandable sentiment, but we'll still keep putting putting in work you know Afrobeats is taking over it that's me. it would you, would you say like the uh, the Ghanaian artists need to work harder um, I think they work hard but I don't think they um, I think it has to do with like how many of them are actually working hard the the guys how will I put it I don't think there are many yeah, so when you're on radio if they try to play only Ghanaian artists the radio might seem like a loop of like the same same songs. same songs, same people. But we have so many artists. For example, in Nigeria, like there were like five break breakthrough artists this year. You yeah. Get? So that's how it is every time. The the, the OGs are still there. The Two Face from like many years. They're mm. still making music. Got different tiers. Yeah, different of, tiers. Of great there's, music. Yeah, there's so many artists. Like in a, in our top hundred right now, there's so many different artists in in Nigeria. So like I think that's the problem in Ghana. There's not that many of them. So if they if the radios decide to play only their music it's, it's not just gonna be it's not gonna sound nice yeah so I, <laughs> yeah i guess yeah, yeah no enough uh variation. variation um so we're gonna talk about this and press play on uh this single right here uh track called shut up yeah. um to me the visuals for this are crazy yeah. Like I, I was watching, I was like, "This makes no sense." Visually, it makes no sense, but in a good way. In a good way, it makes no sense. Just think yeah. about it. Like some rough-looking guys, right? <laughs> rough-looking guys, guys that look hard as nails, wearing wedding dresses, wedding dresses, <laughs> proper wedding dresses, holding machine guns. Like it makes no sense. Whose idea was that? That is so crazy. It's, it's TG. You know, we're talking about it, and you know, he, the vibe was. You know when Joker just blew up that hospital in like the the Batman Begins series, right? Mm-hmm. Where he blew up the hospital, was coming out in a female nurse gown. You know that feeling of like, if if a guy is like in front of you, like with a gun, if he's dressed normal, like you might think, oh, maybe this guy is back from work. Maybe he has so many issues. Maybe I can talk, we can talk through this. But if a guy is wearing like a wedding gown and he has a gun to your head you just feel like this guy's definitely gonna kill me there's nothing i'll say that will change his mind you know that kind of energy so that's the energy like so mm. the kind of like gang that you know that not to mess with that kind of thing mm. like yeah. that's crazy it's crazy artistic because i'm watching it, i'm like this makes no sense like you shouldn't really be like if you like if you just think about a guy wearing a wedding dress it's the most non-threatening thing in the world yeah, but when he has like but when he has gun. a machine gun it just takes it to a different level he's like mm, how do I feel about this? Like, you know, you know what I mean? It makes you think and that's that's art, man. Yeah, that's art, you. man. And we're going to press play on that and uh, thank you very much for coming through Chance yeah, to us on Ultimate Afrobeat Show. I'm sure we'll have you again um, in the near future. Yeah, hopefully. In 
enjoy the rest of your stay in the UK. Um, it's cold, but just wrap up well. Make sure you do. Yeah. Um, and we're going to press play and shut up. Where can we find you on social media? Um, it's at B-L-A-Q-B-O-N-E-Z. That's Blackbones on um, IG, Twitter, everywhere. Every Facebook, you know, Snapchat, everywhere. Mm. 